0: Welcome to Chambeau, the podcast about unique competitions, extraordinary events, and other amazing adventures. I'm Ted. And I'm Kim. Have you entered our laugh competition yet?
1: Ted came up with this great idea to have a competition to find the world's best laugh.
0: Right. It's going to be hard to find because there's a lot of good ones out there. Really, it's just an excuse to have a laugh line. You can call us at 470 and give us your best laugh and we're going to give you a prize.
1: Yep. More information for you at RochambeauPodcast.com slash laugh. Yes.
0: It would have been cool if that number spelled laugh, but I don't think it does.
1: Yeah, we don't have the finances for that. (laughs) (laughs) We should see if it spells anything just in case. That would be kind of cool. So as you guys know, we are mixing up our format a little bit. And now and then we'll still do interviews, but we're also going to tell each other stories. And today I have a story for you. Oh, you do? I do. This is my lucky week. It is. All right. So today I'm going to tell you about the Nakazumu Festival. Okay. That translates sumo of tears, but it's also best known as Japan's Crying Baby Festival. What is the Crying
0: Baby Festival? It's a great name, right? It is a great name.
1: What do you picture it is when I say that?
0: Um, I picture there's a room full of babies and they're crying and it's pretty horrible.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I am 100% on board with that description. You're not too, too far off, but it's more open air. So that's better Uh already. More spread out. That's right. right. But it is a competition where the goal is to get a baby to cry.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: First, two babies enter a ring,
0: uh-huh. <laughs> right? Two baby enter, one baby leaves. That's right.
1: And whichever one cries first is the winner. And if they both cry at the same time, uh-huh. whichever one cries loudest. Okay. All right. It's
0: like a cry off.
1: Exactly. But I haven't told you the best part yet. Okay. All right. So these babies are not so crawling. So the babies
0: won't crawl in there. Right. The babies
1: are not going to crawl up on the stage themselves. <laughs> okay. Each baby is held by a giant sumo wrestler, right? So now this mental image is changing, right? right? We're no longer in a small room with a room full of babies. Right. We're in an open arena area. Uh We have a stage and we have two giant sumo wrestlers, each one holding a baby under one year old. Okay. Under one year old. Under under one year old. Uh facing each other and then (laughs) holding the baby upward to the sky Uh and trying to get that baby to cry
0: (laughs) right so they're in sumo gear yep traditional traditional sumo wear exactly right which oddly i'm wearing today (laughs) (laughs)
1: and i've asked you not right
0: well i'm you can't stop me (laughs) obviously (laughs) all right so they're holding the babies out are they holding them out because they they're scared the babies are going to pee on them or something
1: you know what there might be something to that but um there's a lot of story and legend behind how this started and the fact that they're holding them out and up actually plays into the story Uh so let's get a little bit into the background of the why (laughs) and then we'll talk a little more about the how right
0: Well, before you get into it, um, this is how I picture it happened. I pictured there was somebody with a baby that cried a lot. And they're like, (laughs) wow, I should find a good use for this crying baby. (laughs) I bet this is the most (laughs) cryingest baby in the world. And so they started the crying baby competition. They could win something.
1: You know what? Not even close. (laughs) So there's a Japanese proverb that translates to crying babies grow fat. And basically, they believe that if a baby cries a lot, there is something cathartic to that. And it ends up being very healthy for the baby. So, in this competition, the idea everyone that's entering, you know, they want their baby to win, but they also feel like their baby is participating. In a ceremony where they are going mm-hmm. to be bringing good health to the child okay. and good luck to the family. Because there's also an old Japanese belief that the baby's cries drive off demons that would otherwise bring the family harm.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And the Japanese belief holds that the tears can ensure good health for the children and happiness for the family. All right.
0: You know, if I was a demon... I wouldn't want to hang out with a crying baby either. No. That would drive me away. Again, this does seem like they're trying to make the best of a bad situation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it does, but they're creating the situation yeah. too. So we were talking about them holding the babies up. Right. So that goes back to the idea that a crying baby brings you health and happiness and you want to hold the baby closer to the heavens. Okay. So that's why they're holding the baby. Up. Oh. I don't think it's a fear of a pee. Exactly. Well, that's good. It is a 400-year-old competition. Oh, wow. Right? Okay. So this is not like a modern get that baby away from me. It's crying <laughs> so much type thing. Right. So during the ceremonies, and they call it a ceremony, and it takes place at a temple. It okay. takes place, by the way, all over Japan. Okay. But there's a couple of bigger ones that have gotten more international media attention. Mm-hmm. And the one that I did the most research on is in Tokyo at the Sensoji Temple. And it's really one of the most famous. It happens every spring. This year it's happening on April 27th. And so during these ceremonies... Sumo wrestlers take the sage, they hold up the participating babies, and the parents brought them to this. Right. You know, they actually paid a entry fee. Really? Which I don't think is that much money. You know, it's more like a you really want to do this? All right, we'll pay something. I've always believed, by the way, that um people will take something and pay a dollar for it more than they will something for free because there's this implied value.
0: Yeah, there's a little bit of um, sacrifice in there yeah right.
1: and, and it commits you more to it but right. anyways that's not science that's just a personal belief <laughs> um anyways so the parents bring them to this event the sumo wrestlers hold them up on stage and try to get them to start crying
0: do the sumo wrestlers get to choose their baby
1: they do not get to choose their baby oh. because we're running through like a baby off so it's the same <laughs> two sumo wrestlers oh the whole really time oh. up on stage being handed baby After baby, after baby, right? And there's a referee in the middle.
0: There's not a a flow of sumo wrestlers.
1: Not a flow of sumo wrestlers, just two. Okay. Um, And among the techniques used, because not every baby's going to cry. Sometimes the referee will put on a scary mask. Uh Like if you have a baby that's just not crying, Uh sometimes the referee will put on a scary mask to see if it'll freak them out. (laughs) But most often... They get the crowd to start yelling, cry, cry, cry. <laughs> of course, that reminds me of when I like
0: when I see an animal, like I yell out its name, like like
1: dog, squirrel.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And when I was in India, uh, we were kind of attacked by monkeys. Oh
1: my gosh! Yeah, we were
0: harassed by a monkey all right and i kept yelling at a monkey monkey <laughs> and he was like yeah dude yeah it's like i'm a monkey <laughs> yeah yeah so you know cry 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 cry. It. Yeah. it's
1: very very straightforward <laughs> right
0: so the sumo guys they just hold they don't do any shaking or poking or
1: there is pride for the sumo wrestler to be the one holding the baby that they get to right. cry first so they are definitely actively trying to make these right. babies cry but no shaking i don't think that's healthy right yeah and this (laughs) whole thing is about a healthy baby baby. no shaking baby no shaking the baby speaking of the sumo wrestlers do you know how much an average sumo wrestler weighs Hmm. what do you think
0: i would say in pounds Mm -hmm. okay because i don't know kilometers or
1: kilograms i would say 250 pounds nope Closer to three thirty to four hundred. Wow! Isn't that amazing? Those are big dudes. Yeah, and they're athletic dudes. It's a totally different form of athleticism. Right? Are they tall? I think so. I mean, full disclosure. um, Ted knows. You might not know. I am six foot one. You are. Oh my god. Um. So yeah. So as a really tall woman, sometimes Mm -hmm. I'm not the best judge of what's tall and what's not. But I've, I've been to Japan. Did a smidge of traveling and I did find them to be shorter as a, as a people uh-huh. in general than right. Americans are right. for sure. So when I look at sumo wrestlers in these pictures with these babies, they look like some of the tallest okay. Japanese people okay. I've seen, but I'm not measuring them. You don't have not a, factual you
0: don't have a tape measure out when you're nope. walking around haven't put them
1: up against a wall and started right. marking off how much they grew each year
0: <laughs> that's what we do in america
1: it is what we do.
0: so that's pretty cool yeah it's a
1: neat one right yeah
0: thanks japan for keeping it weird
1: and i want to thank danette hazer for suggesting this festival slash competition okay. for us and please don't forget guys feel free to send us stuff we love looking into it and this was a wonderful suggestion
0: yeah please send us the cool things near you or cool things you've heard of rochambeau podcast at gmail.com
1: so this whole thing about the crying babies in japan got me thinking more about crying babies in general right okay and so you know we were making jokes as we first started talking about it like oh that sounds like a nightmare all Uh these crying babies blah 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 (laughs) but did you know that in general in america we are much more tolerant of Of crying babies than some other cultures are oh really we're probably a lot less tolerant than some other cultures still okay but specifically in comparison to japan because when i was researching more about the crying baby festival i came across some news stories about japan making a push to stop the stigma against crying babies oh really yeah how about that Indeed, so broadly speaking, Japan tends to be more intolerant of crying children than most other cultures. Okay. Which sounds amazingly counterintuitive compared to the competition we were just talking about. Right, of, right. But in everyday life, and I do remember that from traveling in Japan is that they're just it was such a modest Culture yeah. and quieter, and so respectful of people's spaces right. and sounds. Right.
0: You don't want to be disturbing to other people. You no. don't want to do something
1: that puts somebody else out. And so, in that sense, it kind of makes sense that they've been, in general, more intolerant of crying children. And the government has struggled to open enough daycare centers because, in some places, residents in Japan have blocked daycare centers from wow. being open because they're worried about the noise levels. Uh-huh. But recently, I think this goes back to maybe summer of last year, 13 politicians have banded together to try and support the right of babies crying in public spaces.
0: Oh, wow. That's interesting. I wonder what it was like before. Like, can't really control a baby from crying.
1: You really can't. But, you know, I guess there's differences in culture as to whether or not it's immediately expected for the parent or the guardian to remove the baby right. from whatever situation you're in. Obviously, some situations you can. You're sure. on an airplane. What are you going to do? Right. I don't want to know.
0: <laughs> you hold it up above your head, closer that's, to heaven.
1: That's right. Closer to heaven. <laughs> We're having a competition now.
0: <laughs> let, those, let those tears bring you uh, some help. That's right.
1: So a few years ago, a group of Japanese women started a grassroots campaign called the We Love Babies Project. Uh huh. Right. And it encouraged Japanese people to wear stickers bearing the words, na itimo Yo. OK, hopefully, guys, right. I feel like I have to say this every time. But in general, in my entire life, please forgive me from butchering everybody else's <laughs> language. I'm terrible, terrible at it. But I promise you, I try um, that <laughs> translates directly to it's okay to cry. Uh So they started this, we love babies project. They got people to wear these stickers saying it's okay to cry to try to, you know, reassure moms that there are people out there, you know, especially in Japan that are like, Hey, it's okay. We understand this is just a baby and it's going to happen. And then as of last summer, 13 Japanese politicians pled their support of that campaign solidifying a wide government shift haven't they also changed their
0: birth laws they're allowing more children
1: ted you are so right about that so (laughs) there's a specific explanation as to why japanese culture has had a particular distaste for crying babies because of the country's declining birth rate the sounds tend to be more unusual than they are here so Uh, uh. Okay. Or in countries where the birth rate isn't declining as much. Did you know that only 946,060 babies were born in Japan in 2017? I did not know that specific fact. All right. And so that number means nothing to me, right? Right. It means nothing to you. It means nothing to anyone. But this comparison really does. So 946,060 babies in 2017, that is the lowest number since 1899. Ooh, wow. So that's super interesting, right? I'm learning a lot about babies today. If you
0: are out there with a baby right now,
1: Mm -hmm. uh, hold the baby to
0: the radio and make it cry.
1: aren't you happy that we're doing a laugh competition yes and not a hold your baby to the telephone (laughs) and cry into the phone competition (laughs) uh one last little thought about crying babies right we support
0: them it's okay to cry
1: it's okay to cry right i do it all the time (laughs) my gosh anyways one last thought about uh crying babies i don't have this fact in front of me so you guys are welcome to write in and tell me gosh you have that all wrong but I heard once. I like where this is going. I heard once that somebody once told somebody that they had read something on the internet. Oh. And they told me <laughs> that cats, when they meow and cry, uh-huh. they mim- are mimicking crying babies. Because over the course of evolution, they have seen that they get more of a reaction from humans with those sounds. Really? Once again, somebody yeah. told somebody who looked it up on the web once who told somebody else. Right. Right and you're then the cat- i read it in sky <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're the cat person so you know better. i am better a, I am than a I. cat person yeah.
1: thank you for not calling me a crazy cat lady I, no i'm um, a cat person
0: i don't think cats care <laughs> 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 they're out there trying to oh make you gosh. pay more attention like <laughs> Screw you.
1: I saw a magnet when I was in New Mexico that said, if cats could talk, they wouldn't. Right.
0: I believe that to be true.
1: (laughs) Me too. Me too. So, anyways, to wrap it up, that is Japan's Crying Baby Festival Uh, with a little bit of extra info for you. Yeah. Thank you for that story, Cam. That was great. You're welcome. jessica in dallas wrote in to tell us about something happening this coming weekend april 5th through 7th in dallas texas Uh it's called the deep elm art festival and this is actually their 25th anniversary it's in the dallas entertainment district called deep elm and that whole area becomes transformed into an enormous street festival they have visual artists they have Bands, they probably have a lot of delicious concessions. And it just sounds like a really great time. And Jessica, thank you so much for taking the time to reach out to us and tell us about it. We've got it on our calendar now.
0: And also, closer to us here in Atlanta is the Sherlock Holmes Con or 221B Con.
1: What does 221 stand
0: for? That's where he lives. And that's in Atlanta, April 5th to the 7th. It's going to be at the Atlanta Airport Marriott.
1: Very, very cool. And guys, these are just a couple things going on this weekend. Obviously, if you try hard enough every weekend, every day, you can find something amazing and new to do. And we highly, highly encourage you because the world is a Big, beautiful, and sometimes strange place.
0: And we want to hear all about it. So please let us know what's happening in your neck of the woods or something cool you heard of. Hit us up on Rochambeau Podcast at gmail.com or on our Facebook or Instagram. We want to thank Cadillac Jones for the music for this episode and all our episodes. They're awesome. If you get a chance to see them, go check them out.
1: And when you have a second, (laughs) if you've enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and new episodes will come directly to your magical listening device, sometimes known as a cell phone, sometimes something else. Who can say? Who knows? But subscribing is definitely something we would encourage you to do.
0: Right. It helps us. It helps you. And it keeps the baby from crying.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Until next time, people. (laughs) Goodbye.
0: My butt is asleep. Loud. (laughs) My butt is loud.